This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we're in here with the one and only Koi Ray. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I think I might have done the Coilerae interview that had the most views currently, even though it was like at Rolling Loud and I think it was like eight minutes or some shit. Yeah, no. We looked really good. Yeah? Yeah, I think your hair, I, look, I really like your hair like that. Oh, geez, look at this. She's I'm blowing me that. up already. That's fly. It's like, do you ever do the. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a dad now. Congratulations. Almost. Two months left. And got you ready? Yeah. So is this like the dad haircut you've been preparing for? Yeah, that's what I feel like. I don't think you could be like a skinhead dad. Maybe you could, but I don't know if I want to be. Oh, yeah, I was doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, picture being a dude and you got to carry around like a bottle of hair gel with you all the time. Well, you're ready. I can't imagine. Better get your hair gel in your baby bottles, motherfucker. No, I'm all natural. Yeah, you see me in here with the baby like during the interview and I got to stop the interview every five seconds to deal with the kid. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna <laughs> it's be not so gonna lit. Happen. You're having a boy or a girl? A girl. Oh man. See what happens to motherfuckers? See, they say, yo, they say, they say, yeah, yo, you know what they say when niggas get girls? Like they first child? Mm. The crazy ones. Really? Yeah, like the crazy ones, like the reckless ones. Like, oh, God. You know, yeah. They say the crazy motherfuckers get girls. It humbles them and kind of like, <sighs> you know, it, it puts them in. It bal- it's a balance. You're about to have a real balance coming to your life. I know, because right. I'd be listening to like music constantly now, and sometimes I'll, I'll catch myself thinking like, how would I explain that lyric right there to my daughter? Exactly. It can be hard. It's going to be hard. To it's going to be hard. It yeah. is. All these Coilerae lyrics. It's Dad, what's she talking about? What, what is that? What is that part of the female anatomy <laughs> she's describing? Listen, <coughs> just wait. I'll explain it to you when you're nine and a half. <laughs> that gas station. Yo, that gas station. Listen, you got to come from gas station. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> well, the front will really be buzzing, huh? Bussing. Bussing. Ice cream cake. What you smoking? I have no idea. It's kind of dry. I'm not going to lie. It's a little crispy. You like. It's been sitting in my backpack for a while. You could just be like. Yeah, I could have done like. with some scissors. Do you, have you ever thought about that? Because I would totally understand if you say no, because I've never thought about it with a podcast. But you ever thought like, what about the little fucking girls who hear my music? Like, are they going to be influenced? Are they going to? I don't know. Are they going to become good citizens? I'll never worry about that, nah. Because, you know, music is a is like a work of art. Mm. You know, and and you can't judge a book by its cover. That's why I got this tattoo, actually. It says, not all those who wander are lost. Mm. So, like, basically, you know, I got this tattoo when I was 16. And just because 
I say what I say and I do what I do on the outside, you know, looking, it might be woo, but that don't mean that I don't have like common sense mm. and I'm not at the end of the day, like I respect myself. I'm a young woman at the end of the day. So, you know, just one of those situations. I was going back. I watched like your earliest output, the goofy ass N words video. I did yeah. not know about that when I interviewed you previously because they gave me like five seconds worth of time to prep for that one at Rolling Loud. So I'm seeing you in like a, this, I'm like, oh, this is a very different Coyle Ray. She's in the trap house or like the living room, whatever it might have been. <laughs> well, I got to be in the trap house. I mean, it's just like a different version. You, you kind of crammed <laughs> in the living room with like 20 people. And I was, <laughs> had my little braids. Yes. You were swagging. <laughs> if you seen the video, I was so drunk. You were drunk in that yeah, video? Yeah, I was so drunk. My eyes were bloodshot red in that video. Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I was lit. I'm very curious about what your adolescent phase was like, like in particular, just watching that video. I'm like, I want to know where she was at in her, her youth at the time that that video was made. At the time I, I was living on my own. You know I me, mean? so I was hungry. Really? Yeah. I was living on my own. I was living on my own since I was 17. What happened? Why, why would you end up living on your own? Uh, it was towards like 10th grade. 10th grade, I dropped out of high school because huh. I was working in sales. Sales? Making, yeah. That's you trying to not woman. tell us where you were working? Explore Enterprise. The fuck is that? And then Yellowstone Capital. So Explore Enterprise and then also Push the Cart. So those are three sales jobs. My first one was Explore. I was making at least like 750 800 a week, Friday, no taxes, mm. cash. I was a top saleswoman in if I was not number one, I was definitely number two. And you just hated always, school? So you were like, fucking, I'm nah, going to go. I, it's not that I hated school. It's just it was at a moment where, you know, me, my mom, my brothers, like, we was just, you know, we were struggling. Feel me? And I always wanted to just keep up with what I, you know, what I needed to do. Like, I wanted to stay fly. I wanted to get my hair done, my nails done. And I wanted my own crib. I'm, a, I'm the only girl. Feel mm. me? So I got five brothers. Well, I have four brothers, but now I got five brothers. And, um... You know, I'm like, yo, I can't work and go to school at the same time. So I told my mother, sign me up. I, oh. I was making a lot of money. I was like, it was like for me at 16, 750, 800 a week for cash was like a blessing to me. Hmm. So then I upgraded to push the cart. And that's when I started making 1300, Oof. 1500 every Friday, like 1200. You Friday. knew you had no use for school. I always, I was always, I, I never was a failure. Like, I ain't fail, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was never a get back type of chick. If anything, you know, I ain't never get an F. Lowest grade I got was a D. Uh-huh. Feel me? Like, if I failed, it was like Spanish class or some shit like that. But right. I always apply myself in every class. I just, you know. If I could go back, though, I, I would. I, I sometimes say, like, I wish I never dropped out because... I missed a lot of vocabulary. That's the only thing I feel like I missed is a lot of vocabulary throughout like my, mm. from 11th and 12th grade or whatever, I guess, in the rest of 10th. That, 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 that could be applied to, that could probably make my music 10 times stronger. Mm. So now I gotta like make sure I read and you know, I don't even like reading. I gotta watch like educated movies and just really try to make sure I'm, I'm up to date with the vocab. Yeah, when I, when I look back at school, I'm like, God, what the fuck was wrong with me? Why didn't I just do my fucking work? My parents would have left me alone. They would have let me do whatever I wanted if I had just done okay in school. And instead, I just couldn't bring myself to, like, work my work and nah. do it. Everybody was getting their own money. Mm. Feel me? Everybody was getting money. Like, everybody was getting their own money. Like, once we had to, like, starve and get the taste. Because I, I call myself Hannah Montana. I had the best of both worlds. Feel me? So it's like I grew up. 
my dad would ever be in this, having a source magazine, like, you know, my pops. I do. And then from, you know, it was at a moment where, you know, shit wasn't there no more. So reality hit. And thank God it did because it humbled the shit out of me. And I really learned a lot throughout those days. So it's not like, you know, it went, so you know, food stands, low eviction notices or whatever and shit we went through. And that's what made me and my brothers really had to go hard. Like, niggas was starving. So while those niggas was hustling and working, I always had a job. I worked at AMP Supermarket, Dunkin' Donuts, Palermo's Bakery. Wow. I worked at a fucking pizzeria. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I wanted to make sure I stayed. I, mean, I like to smoke. Mm. I had to support my habit. From a very young age? Yeah. You were smoking big dope. I was smoking weed for a long time. It'd be an expensive habit. Weed is expensive. I wish I never fucking smoked. That's one thing. I don't care about nothing else. But if I advise you don't smoke, it's because the shit is just costly. <laughs> Unless you grow your own. Right. You feel me? Or you rob the plug. Even then, <laughs> after you smoke it, <laughs> well, you're going to rob it. You're going to need more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so this was a thing that you had like, a, there was like a stage in your life where your father was doing very well. For those who don't know, Benzino, formerly of The Source. And right. then the money sort of slowed up. Yeah, like just, you know, things just started happening. Reality just started hitting. I was like nine. I was too young to really understand any of that shit to really actually live it. Mm. So I was young, you know, like I was, I, I knew we had money, but I didn't really know what's going on. You feel me? I just knew that at the time, like source was huge, you yeah. know, and, and, and it got a lot of fucking credit. And I just seen, a, you know, the source wars, my dad come home. It was just a lot of shit that I seen. And I got my brothers, like we always lived in a big ass house and me and my brothers, we just ran, he'll fly all my cousins from Boston. It would just be me and my brothers and all my cousins from Boston oh, wow. in the crib. And we just be, just doing whatever the fuck we want. Uh -huh. And um, like I said, the reality hit. And, you know, my dad went his way. My mom went her way. Okay, so they got divorced when you were what? Like, they was never married. Oh, okay. Word. But they weren't together all of a sudden when you were like, what, 10, 11 Nah, nah, they separated. It was over. Oh, before. She went her way. Me and the boys went with her. But we spent every vacation with my father. And my father continued to, like, take care of, you know what I'm saying? My dad bought me my first car. It was a Jeep Wrangler. Wow. Yeah, it was a drop top, all black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like 60. I was, I was just like, Dad, I don't care. I just told him, you know, my dad started telling me, like, you know, you gotta, you guys gotta start. You know, I'm gonna provide for you as much as possible and I'm gonna hold it down, but I gotta, you know, figure everything out to make sure I could do that. But you gotta do it too. Mm. And I respect him for it because if he would have never told me that shit, I would have always felt like, you know, then at, at that point, you could call it like a silver spoon situation, but right. it wasn't that situation. Well, that's yeah. interesting because it's probably like, some people from my generation who find out who your dad is might think that you kind of had an easy upbringing at some point, but you're kind of saying the opposite, that he sort of put the hustle mentality in your, Hell put the ball yeah. in your court. Hell yeah, he put the ball in my court. And that's why I feel like it was just passed down to me, like I'm the chosen one out of my family, you know? Mm. Like my dad had his time and he, and he put us all in a position to go ahead and really, you know, do what we need to do. And he inspired me too in the music. He always had a studio. Nigga was never on the radio. He was he was on the radio with Pop the Party, uh, Rock the Party, and shit like that. But like, within the past couple of years, no. But he stayed doing music. Mm. So I used to be like, Yo, why you not on the radio? He'd be like, I don't give a fuck if I'm not on the radio if nobody fucking listens to my shit. I like to make music, and that's just what I do, and I'm never gonna stop. So he always got a studio. So I, now I had a studio in every crib since I signed my deal. Really? Yeah, every single crib. Feel me? And. You know, like I said, I was too young to really understand the business side of everything and, you know, what he went through. But what I did take from him was just, like, the ability to just really fucking go hard and mm. hustle, you know? So do you have memories of actually getting on songs as, like, a really, really young kid? Yeah, hell yeah. My dad was just, like, 
We was in the studio. He had a studio, so his engineer, he'd be like, yo, record my kids. You know, me and Taj got a little song. My dad shot that video. Wow. Yeah, he had the camera. Like, my dad shot the video. He was just... It Wait, was he just, shot the goofy ass? Nah, nah, he ain't shot oh. goofy ass niggas. He shot... I got a video when I was, like, 14. Okay. With Taj. And he shot it. A lot of people know about that, about like my old videos or whatever. When you YouTube, you see a lot of Did you of take them down at some point? Nah, they still up oh, there. Okay. I'm trying to get them down, but niggas be like, nah, <laughs> just let it tell the story. I'd be like, man, get rid of them shits. I couldn't tell if they were like re-uploads or if those were the original channels nah, that were on. Okay. I can't. I'm trying to get them down. But so that's interesting. So you you very much like grew up with it as like a normal thing in your head. Like I could just make music. I can do this. Like it's not even anything out of the ordinary for me to make a song or... I was doing everything. I was in a movie. I was in a. Um, I was in a movie. Me and Todd was in a movie. We was in my my dad every vacation. We went with him. So summer vacation in Miami. <clears throat> Malcolm Jones. He I guess he shot a lot of his directed a lot of his videos. Uh-huh. So he came to the studio. He was like, "Y'all need two two uh, kids to play this role, and your kids would be perfect." So we played the role, but I end up leading the lead part because my shit was so lit. Mm. So like I said, I'm the chosen one. Like I've been talented in every single thing I did. I was acting, I was singing, I was dancing, I did jazz, tap, ballet. Um, I was all, you know, rapping and freestyling or whatever I could. I, I could draw, mm. I could do hair. Like I could put a whole lace front in your hair. I don't even wear weave. Wow. You know I mean? Like, yeah, I could do it all. So you always had that kind of confidence that you, you always believed that you always. were special? Always. I grew up around boys. Do you think your parents put that in you or do you think that was just natural? 100%. Mm. My dad didn't give a fuck what nobody said. Mm. It could have hurt him. It, you know what I'm saying? It could have killed a lot of relationships. It could have made it better, whatever it is. But he didn't give a fuck. He was true to himself and he stayed himself. Same thing with my mother. My mother's a gangster. Really? Like, she, she, she's a different type of breed. And, you know, but one thing about her is she's like, she's a woman of God. And that's like where my sanity come from. Feel me? So, you know, it's just, and I, like I said, I grew up around boys. You know, nobody played no type of pity. Nobody treated you soft or easy? Hell no. Yo, my brothers used to play <clears throat> Drown Me in a Pool, yo. Oh, like, I used to be like six, not even six, like probably like four or five. I'll never forget this shit. And them niggas used to throw me in the pool and like say, like try to save me because they knew I couldn't swim, yo, bro. I used to be like, yo. <sighs> yo, my mom was on vacations. My dad was out working. It was just us and a bunch of kids. I grew up with a bunch of kids in the crib. My aunt Nisi took care of us. Like, not knowing crazy. what the hell is okay or not. Nah. Wow. Nah, we was going crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Because, okay, so there's like a weird moment, though, like a separation between you could make a song when you're a kid, and then there's like a very different decision when you decide, no, I'm going to make a song, make a video, and put it on the internet and see what everybody thinks of it. That was when I was living on my own. That was when I hit, like, that was when I was just on my own, 17, living in Garfield. Mm. And I had wrote uh, Goofy Ass Niggas, and I wrote Fuck Nigga Prayer. Mm -hmm. Linked up with Neek. Shout out to Neek Visions, linked up with Neek and Jersey. She ended up, sh- she ended up shooting goofy ass niggas. I recorded it in a uh, product studio. Mm-hmm. And it just started doing numbers, you feel me? Like, I don't know. Everybody just started fucking with it. Mm-hmm. I did it because A Boogie was lit. I was a, I'm a A Boogie fan as fuck. <clears throat> and at the time, he dropped them, them shits like the deep, don't, don't trust bitch. Like the whole, bruh. That nigga talk so crazy about females and he be speaking facts, so it just be kind of like hitting the soul different. Really? So I was like, I wanna, I wanna be the girl to kind of like talk about these niggas. Mm. So I did it in my way. Right. So if you listen to the song, it's like goofy ass nigga. Like, I get so emotional. We gotta hear but you shit. grew up around all boys. 
but then like how do you feel like women have kind of like accepted your energy i feel like a lot of your fans are probably women but it's it's interesting to me because you definitely have this like powerful ass energy about Thanks. yourself <clears throat> powerful it's funny so like yeah powerful like i get a lot of questions like you know even just how who i am it, it kind of makes people question my sexuality or whatever but it is what it is you know i um i'm a girl and at the end of the day it's like i still had pink walls i had powerpuff girls hand painted on my walls i had scooby-doo i had you know easy bake ovens i had brat dolls i had you know barbie dolls i had all every single disney cassette tape like i was still a girl you mm. know i just was surrounded by so many boys i was just a nigga at the same, like i was just doing so much boy shit with my brothers riding bikes falling off bikes doing whatever i wanted to do whatever they wanted to do mm. we move all my families in boston I got right. no family in Jersey. When my dad, the source, we moved to Jersey. It was 30 minutes away from New York. Mm-hmm. We moved to Upper Saddle River. It was like, you know, uh, uh, went to school full of white kids. And, you know, being at home with my brothers, that's why my like my dad flew all my cousins. It would be like 10 of my cousins at, in the crib with us. Right. Because we wasn't going back to Boston. We was My mom and my dad from the hood. My brothers, all them from the hood. I'm born in Roxbury. And uh, we wasn't going back there. So, you know, we just made the best. We was just turning up, doing what he did. And I just I'm followed at their lead, you know? Did you reject your parents at any real point? Or was it always that you appreciated their influence and that you felt like you were part of, like, a, a team? I always appreciated them. I guess I was a little misguided under, when I was, like, 16. I didn't really understand because that's when I started, like, you know, like, I, want, like, I guess... When my dad got on Love and Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying, and and shit started going from there. I didn't, I didn't know what to think. I thought like I had a picture painted in my head, and that was what was wrong with me. I had a picture painted in my head on how life was supposed to be, mm. and I'm just like, why is it not like this anymore? You feel me? And it's just like, how the fuck you gonna go ahead and just do it? Like take take like how you just gonna let it? But then as I got older, I understand like. You know, I was just so negative. You feel me? I had a really, if you look at the positive side and look at everything that my mother and father did do, mm. you'd be like, yo, you lucky that you fucking who you are today because you wouldn't be. Okay? Right. I mean, you could always say that because, like, I, you know, sometimes I've had conversations with my parents where I'll, like, say something in which I felt like they clearly did something wrong when I was a kid. And then you realize that to your parents, that is that doesn't even hit the fucking radar of things that you should be concerned about mm-hmm. because they did everything for you. Right. So what if they yell at you one time or made you feel bad one time or whatever? It's like they did everything for you. Exactly. It's hard for them to understand. It is. It is hard because sometimes motherfuckers don't understand. Like me and my dad, me being the only girl, it's a lot of things he ain't understand. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. And a lot of things my mother did understand because that's my dog and that's my mom and I'm the only girl and she gonna talk to me like, you know, a woman to, to, to girl to girl other mm-hmm. than dad to daughter you right. know and it's a lot of things he understand i he ain't even like me wearing tight jeans really my dad ain't like me wearing tight jeans nah hell no and you know i used to be like nigga like not not literally because when i went around him i'm just like an angel but i used to go back to my mom like yo bro he don't want me to wear tight jeans like what he think is gonna happen like i ain't gonna like what like i, I used to be like yo, i'm not even I don't, i'm not even shaped out <laughs> I used to tell my mom, like, yo, mom, I don't even, what's the problem? Like, so I didn't even care. I, at that point, it was just like, yo, as I got older or whatever, he's just being a dad. You're going to have, you have, you have a girl now, so you're going to understand. Yeah. And, you know, you can relate too. 
based off like you know just in who you know in your young pet times whatever years ago before your baby moms the people that you've dated or probably run into like you know we we all live the wildlife mm. and y'all you know when you how can i say this when you fuck with these women right you don't want your daughter to be like that so now it's like a paranoia thing because you know it's like a guilty paranoia situation well, that's just a tip for all the dads out there you know like, what i'm it's, saying it's like the more debauchery fuck shit that you've been in in your life right. the more you know right. what girls get into right. certain girls you know like then you you can't help but sort of have your mind flooded with what could happen and it's not so much that you know like you, you obviously are trying to raise somebody that will be an adult and be able to make their own decisions and stuff but you know the guys are scummy as fuck and you know that girls tend to try to get wrapped up in shit before they're ready so i mean there's a lot to be afraid of we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass i'm gonna guess that you were probably giving your parents at least something to be worried about as a young lady i was out <laughs> i was out right i was out i was doing whatever the fuck i wanted i was out my mom my mom was like you know what like my mom it's not that she didn't care my mom would just work late mm. and she was also on some shit like figure it out you know and she trusted us really? i felt like she knew we wasn't no dummies you know and even if we did get into something it's like we gonna learn from that shit like my mom was hard on us but at the same time she was just like yo go you want to go out you, you you know you come home at 12 o'clock like just make sure you check in right feel me and i was 14 nigga. like i was out down the block hackensack but hackensack in jersey was so little right so my mom knew like if if i was somewhere she knew where i was and she knows the people and she knows that person's mom or she's connected so it's not like you feel me right but for like a kid in new york i mean there's infinite shit they could get wrapped up in that you do not want them wrapped up a in. kid anywhere like right. a kid motherfucker anywhere bro life is life like <laughs> shit you be in the wrong place at the wrong time and be pissed and just be like, damn, like, but it is what it is, you know? Right. Like, for example, my little brother, my little brother, 17, he just got his driver's license, but she bought him a car. You know, he got him a little job. Uh-huh. And um, she was letting him drive her car. Feel me? Like, pick up. I remember, yo, I, I, I'm, I'm like a mom to right. Taj, and they hate it. He hates it. And I just be like, yo, like, why the fuck you letting him drive with no license? Like, I was driving with no license, and I had to pay surcharges and all kind of shit I had to do. Like, come on, what if he get... She like, Koi, just stop being negative. <laughs> God got him. Like, just stop being negative. So I'm just like, man, whatever. But as you can see, like, look at the bigger picture. He ended up getting a job. He didn't end up getting in trouble. And now he got his license. Now he's able to drive or whatever. But, right. you know, you know, so thank God. Like, feel me? He's, that's just, that's just always been my mom. See, this wood's not going to work. I don't like that one. You want to roll on Fonto? Nah, Fonto's too scary. I'm dead. I only will roll a fronto that a fucking New Yorker hands to me. You don't sense. count. You from Roxbury. You don't count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. That's cool. That's cool. But That's okay. Cool. So your dad gets on fucking love and hip hop. What's that like? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't around like none of the cameras and shit. I was on the back end. I just saw it. 
And then like I barely even watched it. Mm. I ain't really like I had my own thing going. Like I'm gonna tell you, I went to I went to uh, Campbell High School in Smyrna. It was the best high school years of my life. Why? It was lit. Really? It was lit. Like it was great. Great. Like it was so fucking lit, bro. It was so lit. And it was just like you don't hear many people talk about their high school experience this way. Yeah, bro, high school's lit. I'm telling you, high school is a movie. Like it's a movie. You got a lot of good, good and bad, but it's a movie. Like when you watch it, this shit is lit. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, did anyone like help you out originally with the music thing, or was that pretty much all like that's shit all that me. you knew how to do? Ever since I started, it's been all me. Uh huh. Me and my team. You nobody helped me with nothing. Who's the team though? Me, D. In the beginning, I had a couple people around me, but ain't nobody around. They ain't here no more. Okay. Yeah. They didn't see the vision? You know, I feel like, Adam, this industry is crazy, right? Mm. And a lot of people, you know, I signed the biggest deal in 2019. I don't think anybody know that, right? I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, I did. And everything happened for me so fast. I knew everything that was going on that happened. I, I had a feeling, you know, it's not like I doubted myself or anything. I knew it was going to happen, but it happened so fast. Mm. So I feel like in this industry, it's either you built for it or not. Mm -hmm. That's it. Straight like that. And, you know, another thing is you got to work hard. A lot of people, a lot of artists, like what we deal with with motherfuckers and our friends and stuff like that on the upcoming, like, you know, we want to take care of them. It's all about them. We, it's times we even forget about our family and just want to make sure we take care of the team and do whatever it is so we could just benefit the brand. So we could, so when we do get to that level, we right. can all be straight. You know what I'm saying? And mm. it's like I always, I always since day one, I'm like, yo, everybody got to be CEOs. Everybody got to be CEOs. If you're not going to, if on my team, everybody going to be CEOs. It's like a, it's like a Wall Street. But then that could be tough to pull off because in reality, you're the star of the show. Like, you need to be prioritized. Yeah, well, not everybody could be fucking LeBron at one time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like not everybody could be LeBron, bro. You got to pass the ball at the end of the day. Your time is coming. You you can't you can't get hypnotized in the lifestyle and the glory and think that, you know, since, like, you can't count my pockets. And since what's happening for me, it's supposed to be doing for you. Mm. You're supposed to be my friend and you're supposed to ride for me. Like, right. that's it. It's nothing more to it. And then, like I said, I'm going to do whatever it is. And on top of that, motherfuckers don't know how to utilize their resources. Mm. Like, nigga, I got so much resources. I, I got opportunities around me nonstop. You got to utilize my, me. If you need me to, even I, nigga, you need me to hit somebody up, I got to check. You know how motherfuckers respond to a check? Mm. I hit a motherfucker up quick for you. Right. Like, yo, get connected. You need to build a team. Whether if you're doing videos, build a production. Whether if you're styling, start getting your motherfucking connections right. Make sure you got showrooms on deck. Make sure I'm motherfucking nigga better for the budget. You feel me? Mm. If you, if you, uh, if you, whether if you're an engineer, a producer, if you're doing anything, bro, make sure that you're actually, you, you got to wake up. You can't wake up at 12 o'clock and hit the blunt. You got to mm. wake up at 9 o'clock, right? You got to wake up at 7 o'clock. You got to make sure you wake up, put yourself first, handle everything you got to do within yourself, and then... Your next thing, you know what I'm saying? After you called your mom, brushed your teeth in the morning, did your daily workouts, ate your food or whatever it is, it's time to focus on Coil mm. And it's time to fucking make sure that whatever it is that needs to be done, we need to fucking do it. And that's just point blank, period. Right. You feel me? And niggas don't understand that shit. But that's going to be a hard decision for you because on one hand, you know, you need to be the fucking star of the show, but then also, like, you want to 
enable everybody around yeah, you. Yeah, you want to make sure everybody happy. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Mm. You get all fucked up in this. You, I'm telling you this shit crazy. It's a lot of pressure, but it's like, this is what comes with being a star. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And especially in it, like, I'm glad it happened, whatever it is. And, you know, I'm glad that everybody that was in my mm. life was there because I wouldn't even be here without them. You know, they all contribute a lot, a lot, even though, like I said, it just got to a point where it's just not for everybody. Niggas, mm. niggas fold. You could, you could fold easy. You could either just take it in with a grain of salt and be like, yo, pray on it and just work hard. Or you could just be like, you know, this is not for me. Right. But so, okay, you, when did you really start to blow up and did the label conversations start to go crazy? Was it that the Huddy song? That's what really made everybody start to be like, oh, okay, we can, we can see the vision now. She could be huge. It's cold in here, so if my teeth are shivering, can I touch it? Can we tell? Yeah, yeah. Got a little bra on, so I'm a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anemic. I got to take iron pills. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, my girl just started taking iron pills because uh, they said that she's borderline. She's anemic? Is she always cold? She's not anemic. I think it's just her body's going haywire because of the pregnancy and shit. She needs to eat more iron and steak yeah. and shit. Yeah, I have to, too. It's cold as shit. Sorry. But yeah, nah, so. These giant lights, too. Oh, thank God. They're probably giving me some heat. I'm like. It'll help a little bit. Yeah. But okay, that, that blew it up, and all of a sudden you're in all these label conversations and yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bidding war. It was a bidding war. But let me tell you why I went in Republic, right? right. So everybody at every label was just was so dope. Like, it was just like, ah. But Republic, Monty, and Avery was the only ones. This is what I noticed, like. Because I'm meeting with everybody, and motherfuckers is like, yo, I used to work here, I used to work here, I used to work here, I used to work here. But Monty and Avery was the only CEOs that been in their chair since they started the company. Mm. Since they started the fucking company. So I'm just like, all right, not only are these niggas loyal, uh-huh. you feel me? But they're for the fucking culture, and they know music. Because everybody that signed up, the label was just like, come on. Iconic as shit. Mm. And even on the upcoming roster, talented as fuck. And, you know, I was just like, no, I gotta go with them. And I'm glad I went with them. But you, like, how did it feel? It must have been something, some kind of crazy bidding war for you to be the the highest paid signee of 2019. That like, must have felt crazy at some point, right? Uh, it felt crazy because I was just like, yo, I felt bad. Like, I didn't want nobody to hate me, you know? Like, I don't want nobody to not like me. Like, mm. not that I could not give a fuck. But at the same time, like in this business, you gotta, it's, it's, it, fuck the money. It's all about relationships. Mm. And the last thing I want somebody to do is just have some bad taste in my mouth. So it's like, I, I felt like I was, you know, I'm a loyal person. And I felt like if we had a conversation and we like, uh, it's just hard to tell you no. Mm. You feel me? Like, it's hard to tell somebody you no. You start to fall in love with all these labels that are talking yeah. It's like you got eight boyfriends all of a sudden yes. and you know that only one can maintain. Exactly. It's it's, exact, it's like hard to tell you no. It's like, right. damn, bro. And even though it's kind of like, man, fuck the labels. Who gives a fuck about the labels? The people from the labels, I mean, it's their job to make you feel comfortable and stuff. And you, you end up liking the people a lot. Yeah. You yeah. end up, you know, you get connected because they really, like, they look out. You know, they court, they call it courting. Mm. They court you oh, they really court well. Us, yeah, yeah, but during these courted situations, it's like, you know, sometimes these people really get a connection with you. Right. And they fuck with you in the same vice versa. So I just like, damn, but you I know, heard everything stories happened for a reason. about these labels when they're courting artists that they're like, you know, giving them drugs and women. Nah, they ain't All kinds of crazy right. shit. They ain't doing that with well, us. I'm sure they didn't bust that out with you, but. I'm like, damn, whoever the fuck they busting that out to must be a fucking, must be like, 
I mean, these little boys <laughs> like, that they're trying to sign, I could imagine that they're fooled fairly easily. No, I don't think. I think that's probably the old. If anything, like I don't know, it's probably the old days. But that yeah. money, that chicken, that's what sheesh. Right. Making nigga be like, oh, that's what gets the young niggas. But I'm telling you, that must have freaked you out. That it's like, okay, one label thinks I'm worth two hundred grand, and now there's another label that wants to give me half a million, and there's another one that wants to give me a million, and you're just kind of like hearing about it from the lawyers or the, your team or whatever, and you're just like. <laughs> Damn, really? Like, this number's going to keep going up? I'm like, what? I was like, yo. I was like, yo. I didn't understand what was going on, bro. I'm telling you, it was the best moment of my life. But then it was just like, let me tell you, I was I was at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was about to sign a label. I ain't going to say what it is, but I was about to. I already had my mind made up. If you're at the dinner, then you've so look, pretty far along. Nah, but we wasn't with nobody. Right. This was just me, D. Like, we just out chilling. We just out having, we at the cafeteria in New York. Uh-huh. Nigga Saint walking A and R from Republic. He walking out of nowhere. He like, I, and I told D, I was so overwhelmed. I said, Yo, I'm, I don't want no more meetings. I'm done. Like I can't. Like I, I'm just gonna choose them, and that's it. They was like, All right, you sure? I was like, Yeah. This nigga Saint walking. Like, so I'm gonna see you tomorrow, right? I was like, Yeah. Pays for the dinner. D looks at me like, You know, you gotta go to that meeting, right? I'm like, Fuck. Walk up in that motherfucker. I'm like, Ah. Monty and Avery came out like, shit. I was like, okay. Got a little comfortable. He started telling me a little history. I'm like, all right. And then then the number went whoop. Right. So not only did the number go whoop, but you got loyal ass motherfuckers like that care. Right. You know, that really care. Like, and you know, I'm not the hard, I'm not the easiest person to deal with. I'm going to just let you know. I could kind of imagine that. Yeah. I'm not because I know what I want in life. Mm. You feel me? And I know how I want it. And I know how to take constructive criticism, you feel me? And um, and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's just like, I know what I want. And that's just what it is. I know what's best for me. And I feel like, you know, if you if you could go ahead and bring something to the table as far as any creative ideas or any inspiration or anything, like, that's what, I love that too, you know? Like, it, I'm not, I don't know everything, but for me, like, I'm very passionate. But don't take my, my, my enthusiasm for pushing this. Like, mm. You know, that's what a lot of people do. Well, as a woman, a lot of you, the things that as a woman. might be considered totally normal from a guy rapper get yeah, construed like, as you being a let me psycho tell you something. bitch, right? Let me tell you something. If I was a male rapper, right, a lot of mother, a lot of shit, a lot of shit, any, this is probably for e- any female artist. If we was men, a lot of shit wouldn't happen because a lot of fights would have went down because either niggas probably wouldn't even just want to fight a nigga or niggas would have just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. You know, mm-hmm. you can't hit a girl. You can't really come with that energy with a girl, whatever it is. But a man to man can come man to man. You feel me? Like, on a, I, feel like, I feel like in this business, if shit go left, we could fight and still make sure we handle business as a man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, but on a woman aspect, you can't do that. Right. Like, or you're going to look like a bird. You're going to look like you have no home training. You're going to look like you ratchet. You're bad for business and this, that, and this. You can't do that. On top of that, when you feel some type of way, our emotions start getting taken for, like, being a bitch and having an attitude. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we a bitch and we have an attitude. We just know what the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. As women, we know what we want, especially when you're a star. Like, it's a difference between being an artist and a star. Right. Feel me? So... I just becomes being a female, but like I said, you just can't fold. A lot of people fold. But you are in kind of a different category too, because like your attitude and your like the way your demeanor is is kind of tough. Like you could definitely handle your own, but then you also take a very pretty Instagram photo. Oh yeah, I'm very sweet. You know, I, I like I said, I worked in sales. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta 
always and we gotta match somebody's energy you know and like rap uh, rapping is sales it's not so different because you're still selling everybody on you on your record true. on you know it's like I think that, like, honestly, somebody learning about sales early in their life is, like, crazy beneficial to the rest of their life. Because if you want to make money, I mean, this is the whole thing, is you have to be able to make people buy in on whatever the fuck it is you're selling. I was selling Google listings. Mm. I was selling... That was Explore Enterprise. I was selling uh, websites. Right. At Push the Cart, and then I upgraded to Yellowstone Capital. That was a funding company. It was broken. Mm. It was brokers. It was, like, Wall Street. Bro, I'll never forget the, the Isaac, the owner of Yellowstone. The, this nigga was so broke. They used to have raffles for like 100000 just cash sitting on the table. Wow. And, the, and whoever hit the most deals or whatever, like, gets a t- Like, I don't know, you hit a deal, you get a ticket. So I guess whoever hits the most deals, that's your best way of winning. Bro, it was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. But nobody ain't tell me that you don't start making money till like three months mm. being a broker. Okay. I went in there, thought I was about to make, you know, I was my rent was 1300 every month. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Gotta get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta miss that? I used to sell shoes at Sears, yeah, so I know you, you feel like. I miss when, the jobs. When you have a good sales gig going, it can actually make you feel good. Like that feeling of like, oh, if I kill it today, then I'm actually gonna make much, much more than I would if I didn't kill it today. Whereas 100%. if you go to work at the grocery store every day, you get paid the same. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, it's different too. Energy is a big thing. So I used to work at a grocery store, and energy is everything. Right. So if you walk in there and you like, uh, uh, uh. You're going to have a bad motherfucking day. I'm going to tell you the time going to go by so slow, mm-hmm. so much slow. Like, in this world, bro, you got to be kind. Like, that's one thing. I, that's what, you know, and I'm humble. Like, I'm very humble. That's why, you know, I'm tough, but I'm humble and I'm very sweet. And I, I'm a lady and I could get sexy. You know, I, you know, I'm getting on the phone. They just call me like, what's up? Like, what you doing? You me like... <laughs> But does that come naturally to you, or do you feel like that's something that you're it's sort of natu- doing because that's it's that's good just promotion? Me. It's just like, nah, it's just me. Like, let me tell you something. Like, if you could bring that out of me, then you just bring that out of me. It's just like the cushy, cushy. Like, you know, when a nigga start blushing or whatever. Like, have you ever been around? Okay, so I've been around uh, somebody or whatever before where, like, their parents or anybody would be like, oh wow, I've never seen him act like this before. Uh, like, he's so, you know, what I'm saying, like, oh, he's actually, ch-. you know, I'm like, wow, right. you can really dance. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you feel me? Like, you can bring it out of me, I'm like, <laughs> making it clap. I w- yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm curious about what the dudes who are able to uh, impress you or worm their way into your heart or, or like or what that whole dynamic is like. Uh, uh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, I don't discriminate. You know what I'm saying? I don't discriminate at all. And, you know, type of guys I like is just like, you got to just have some common sense. Like, mm. one. Have some common sense. And, you know, a little drip. Feel me? Like, little drip. Yeah, a little drip. Because if you don't got no drip, I can style you. I can get you right. Mm. That ain't a problem. You could dress a nigga quick. You feel me? He'll catch on quick. Um... You know, you got to be nice and you got to, you know, you got to be a little tough. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like rough niggas. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you seem know. like you're like a guy with a felony. Nah. Or a couple. I mean, I, I mean, listen, if you got a felony, judge. As long as you're trying <laughs> to get your shit together. Like, I just, you know, I don't want to sit on the phone while you're in jail. Like, my brother's in jail. I hate when he sitting on the phone with him when he called me. I shit, why? Yeah, shit, but I feel, like, I feel like you like a guy who has been in jail. He's just not in jail anymore. 
Uh-uh. I just like the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple niggas that just ain't never get caught. Like, what you right, mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? You like the criminal who never got you caught. You like that yeah. never got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones that never got caught for sure. <laughs> yes. Have you ever dated a girl? Nah. It's never worked nah, out? Have I you ate, tried? I, I ate pussy before. Oh. Yeah, I ate some pussy before, but it's How just... How was that? I ain't get wet. Like, it's just not my thing. Like, you feel me? I'm just... You know, I, that's why I can't date a girl. Like, I, I, that's when I realize a, a woman can't please me like a man do. You feel me? But, mm. you know, it's I might take a shower, whatever. We in the club. We could, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, you know, depending on, like, depending on the song, how I'm feeling. Or, you know, because I don't like being, like, rude, you know? So if somebody's, like, friendly dancing on me or whatever, I don't know. But have you ever been able to date a guy and then have a threesome with a random girl with the guy nah. and, and pull it off? Because sometimes I feel like nah. a lot of girls who Hell have no. a little bit of ego might have a hard time pulling it off. I could I've, see that from you. No, listen, I've no? never had a threesome. You never went for it, okay. I've never had a threesome, no. I mean, it's just, I'm I'm not, I, I want the attention to be on me. See, this is what I'm assuming. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I want, I'm that type of bitch. Like, what the fuck are we doing fucking this bitch too? Like, my nigga, what are you doing? Like, no. <laughs> It's me. It's all about me. I'm the princess. I'm the queen. Like, what the fuck? Bye. Hey, respect. I respect See that. You over there hitting her all crazy and shit. I'm like, huh? Why you, why, why you doing that to her? Yeah. You wasn't doing that to me. Now we have, Now we're going to start fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a fight. A lot of threesomes in that way. Yeah, see? Not for me so much, but... Yeah, I, I know. Even the most open-minded girl is still going to experience what you're talking about. That like, There's going to be a moment where you're like, oh, so you seem like you're having a lot of fun in her vagina right now. Where was that enthusiasm last Tuesday mm. when I got home from work? You're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Um, okay, so how, how do you feel about how your career has been going up to this point? Like, are you, are you satisfied? Like, what, where's, what's your perspective on where you're at in the game? I feel like, you know, where I am is perfect timing. Feel me? I'm, I've only been signed for like a year and some change. Hmm. And um, it gets to a point where like, I just wish that I'd done things differently in the beginning that I, you know, I wish I could just go back and just change a couple of things or whatever, you know, we, we all do, but I learned from them, the mistakes. And at the end of the day, it's like everything happened for a reason. You feel me? One thing I just can't stand is not being able to drop music. And that's mm. just every fucking artist, you know, every upcoming artist. And, you know, that's just what it is. But other than that, you know, being, being signed to a major label, like I say, you got to meet motherfuckers 50-50. Mm. It's a business thing. You know, when you sign that deal, you become business partners. Monty says straight up, we are now business partners. Right. I say, you know what? All right. So that means that if you feel like, you know, this is what's best and you can hear me out and take my opinion and we can meet each other halfway. Right. And I'm gonna just take my time and ride with this shit, man. But like so, er, early on, I you feel were... like a lot of motherfuckers is intimidated by me for sure, though. Right. I feel like you know, I'm. I, I feel like being, you know, I'm very versatile, and I'm a, and and you know, I'm definitely something that's just like never seen before. You know, I really feel like that, and a lot of people could could say that. You know, and um, 
But early on, you were rapping a bit more, and now you've been Always singing been a singing. bit more Always been recently, singing. though. Always been singing. But is that something that they kind of push you? Like, if you really want to blow up, you could probably blow up easier off of some if singing I'm rapping. Shit. Yeah, they wanted, so they signed me off Huddy, so they wanted Huddy. Right. But when they when when I signed my deal, I already had EC1 already made. Mm. And I already had EC2 already made. I already made, I've, I've just been making music. So, like, all them songs, if you listen to it, it's different type of genre. I'm singing, I'm doing, I got a little rock, I got some rock on there. Like, it's different shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I blew off of Huddy. That's what caught their attention. And, you know, I just, you know, that's just kind of was the confusion, I guess, in the beginning on how to really market me, you know, mm. what's my best lane. So I guess, you know, they just told me just stay in the studio and keep working. Let's just keep creating music so we could figure that out because I'm all over the place. I'm making this type of, now we realize like, I just been in the studio so much and it come down to like, I'm, I'm officially a pop star. Mm. Yeah. But do you, do, is it? Is that the conversation with them? Is that they don't know necessarily how to put you out there into the world? Nah, because that's not the there, conversation. there are a lot of sides to you, right? Nah, the conversation is, nigga, they need a hit. Mm. Point blank, period. They need a hit. Right. You know, and in my in my eyes, you know, everybody know what a hit record is to a label. Mm-hmm. I know what the fuck a hit record is to me. You feel me? And and I got I got so many hits, but at the same time, it's like, nigga, you want a hit? Bet. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck it is to give you that motherfucking hit. As long as I'm comfortable doing what it is that I need to do in this shit and making sure like I'm, you know, in the studio. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know, I was that type of person. Like, I don't need no fucking writer. Mm. But, you know, I'm like, yo, whatever it is y'all want me to do, you want me to work with writers, you want me to do this, that, and third, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I have a studio in my crib, so I still go in down, down there and pull up a fucking Sosa beat and rap on the instrument a while. You know what I'm saying? While I go in Paramount and, and, and fucking make some shit that I know is like, all right, the label gonna fuck with this. You feel so me? you're not too proud to do the writer thing. I think a lot of people kind of act that way and then they get into the industry nah, and realize that, oh, this is now. how it's going down uh-uh. and then they hop on board. I'm proud. I'm proud of the writers. Uh, I'm just, I just, it needs to be organic. I'm not a robot. Right. Feel me? Don't put me in no fucking studio with a nigga and have a nigga think he could just control me or run me. Like, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to meet each other halfway. Right. Period. And, um, like, for example, Jowsey is an amazing writer. You got Ant Clemens. Um, there's so many more. There's so many more. Uh, you got Gio. You got, you got so many writers. Kenny, like, it's times where they send me songs all the time, and I'd be like, fuck no. They don't, they don't take it for nothing. They still send me like, all right, cool. Keep it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and on top of that, everybody that I'm working with, every, all of them, the relationship is like, the vibe is lit. Mm. You feel me? The vibe is just click. Me and Jazzy click ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like, and make you feel comfortable. They don't, they don't press you and make you feel like you trash or anything like that, or whatever. Because, right. you know, I'm not, I know I'm not trash. They know I'm not trash. It's just, I worked with 1500, right? 1500 or nothing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rance. And uh, one thing he taught me was that I'll never forget was 50 words is the power. Power to a hit record, right? 50 words total in the song. You can't go total. above that. It's just like, that's just like, that, I don't know. That's just what he said. He I mean, said it makes 50 sense. Words. To me. Simple. He basically. said 50 words. Yeah. I didn't even ask that. I just said, okay. He said, you want to know why? Because the, the, you got to go ahead and cater to the people overseas, right? Right. They want to be able to, you know, the people that don't speak English want to be able to sing the, to the lyrics because they are able to say some words. Right. So me, when I get in the booth, you know, I do what I, I do. I don't, I don't, I just do what I do. I think about what comes to mind. Like, I don't even think about a hit. Like, I just do what I do. But, you know, it's times where now, ever since I sat with Ranty, he told me that shit, I really sat down and thought of songs that's, that I got about to come out and wrote songs that's like, 
God damn, this shit's about to blow out the fucking water. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's 50 words. It's 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 so simple, but the shit's so hot. I'm not rapping fast. I'm not getting on my G Herbo shit. Like you know what I'm <laughs> saying? I'm not. You know, I'm I'm taking my time. I'm I'm on the mic and I'm not overthinking. There's times where I overthink in the studio. Like I don't know. I'm just, you know, but my shit hot. Like I'm about to drop these motherfucking songs. I got this shit with Gunna. I heard that. Shit is yeah. crazy. How'd that come about? Uh, I woke up and Dean Snake. Shout out to Dean Snake, my managers. They fucking called me and was like, "Yo, Gunna's on the um, Gunna's on slide. Gunna later verse on slide. Check your phone." Check the phone, the fucking MP3. I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Gonna leave the verse. Like, they like, just listen to it and tell me if you snake like, just listen to it and tell me if you approve it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. So they hang up. I play it. Yo, bro, the nigga bodied it. Like, what I mean, bodied it. So I'm just thinking, all right, what if this is like some throwaway shit? Like, what if niggas mm. gave me, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know. Cause like, you got you got a verse from him? How did you get this yeah, verse like, from him? You steal verdict? this from a hard yeah, drive? Or like, like, where did this come on? from? Yeah. When I played it, bro, the shit was so fire. And everything that was, that was like catered and like everything that was in slide that I said and just the whole concept around it was like, he matched my energy. Mm. He responded to everything I said. Right. And it was just so fucking fire. I'm just like, yeah, baby, we wanna, 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 wanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Yeah, so we about to shoot the video. Wow. Yeah. That could be big. Yes, that sir. That song sounds great. Yeah. Hell yeah, not nah, the shit is lit, bro. That shit is lit. This shit is lit. That's fire. Um, do you feel like do you regret sort of the fact that quite a few people's introduction to you, myself possibly included, was through uh dating Trippy? No. Does that seem kind of weird in retrospect? Uh uh-uh, uh, because at the end of the day it's like that's who I fucking dated and mm. it was public, so I don't I don't expect nobody, you know, and he's a star. He's a big dude mm. out here that people know. Him, so. <laughs> but it, it got a little public and messy. You know, he named the song after you. Yeah. He's like certain things going on. Like when you look at that, do you feel some sort of way about the way that that relationship ended? seems like it, it was an insanely passionate thing for a period of time. Oh, you tell me. That's what it looked like to me. So like I re-asked the question because you said a lot. So like. Make it simple. The trippy thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, do you not like the way that it ended with him um, naming a song after you, the intro, I believe, off of one of his albums? It's not that, I, I, okay, at first, I'm going to tell you, be honest, no. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very like, what the fuck? Right. Because I always thought like, you know, we really had something outside of the music. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I'm just like, damn. Let's really just go ahead and can we get to like if we're gonna if you got something to say, let's get together and you say that shit in my face. You, you gonna make me? content like, about me? Yeah, like mm. you know, like you I felt like I'm being used for clickbait at a you know, and I, not that he ain't gonna he'll sell out with or without me, but at that point I just felt like it's some am I for clickbait? Like you could have just caught me, like you could have just hit me. You feel me? Like you could have just DM'd whoever or you could have just emailed or whatever it is, you could have got the message the fuck out there because we're very connected and you ain't have to go ahead and put me down like that, like in a song. And it just made me think like, nigga, you think that I'm a fucking idiot, but it's just like, overall, that was never the case of anything that he said in that, and that shit, it's like, it was bullshit. That's another thing. It was like, you could have go ahead and said like, the real shit, you feel me? You could have sung. If you want to sing some shit, then sing what's really going on. And, you know, but it is what it is. I feel like <clears throat> one thing I do respect is he's an artist. And just like me, I'm gonna put, it, put my feelings in a song and my emotions in a song. 
and he does it very well, you know. Uh -huh. So that's one thing I got to give it to him. It, 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 they were two. Coil Ray was two both beautiful songs, and it is what it is, you know. What's your version of why that relationship didn't work out? <sighs> Young, I'm at Tribute when he was like 19. Uh -huh. Feel me? And I was what 19, 20, 21. I'm 23, 21, 27, two years. So we was just both young and um, I'm an upcoming female artist. And uh, like I said, I signed for a big thing. Had a lot going on, had a big team. And um, he had a lot going on at the time too for right. me. So I, I just feel like it was just not the right time for us. But I always felt like we was made for each other, you feel mm. me? I just felt like the timing wasn't right. Mm. I'm like, maybe, you know, because it's like, I'm always the type of person, like, I'm going to always try to uplift you, you know, and give you some type of, give you as much guidance as I could, just from my, based off my experiences and what I know, mm. right? You could disagree, but, like, at least just hear me out, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes that might just be like, yo, like, nobody want to hear that shit. Somebody, mm. sometimes when you in that state, you got all this money and you just want to... Like sometimes nobody want to hear that shit, but it's it, you need to hear it. You mm. feel me? Like it's something that you need to hear. So, you know, it just got to a point where, like, it's hard to have two alphas in love. It's very hard to have two alphas in love. Yeah. And that nigga is a out. Like he's like, ugh, like you're mine. Like, ugh. Mm. and I'm the same way too. But, you know, he, when Trippy love, he, he love hard. You feel me? And um. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, For me, as just a fan. I was very into it. I'm like, man, I like the way they look together. We was lit. I like this. We was lit. It's you a feel nice me? little light-skinned couple right here. No, yeah, we, was, we was lit. We was definitely lit. Um, it just it didn't work out. Things, aren't, things don't work out. Not everything works out. Hey, you're young. <laughs> it's just it is what it is at that point, right? It's got to move on. I mean, I do, you know, it's not like I don't see him. It's not like he don't see me. We see each other mm. out here and it ain't no beef. Feel me? I wish the best. I just, I probably, I don't know. I just be like, you know, I just wish the best. And maybe one day, maybe not. But I ain't, I'm so focused on myself and this music. I got so much going on. I got a mm. baby hairbrush coming out. I got merch. Like, you do. I, I got a that. clothing brand. I got, um, you know, brand deals. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a lot that I got to keep up with myself. I can't really worry about these niggas. Mm. For real, for real. But I really hope. You know, homie's taking care of himself and just really doing whatever it is to strive, you know, and that's just for anybody. Well, that's good. Us yeah. here at uh, 1400 Enterprises, we appreciate the support. What's 1400 Enterprises? I don't know. Isn't that his brand? Oh, 1400 Enterprise. I'm like, oh, 1400 Enterprise? <laughs> I was joking. Oh, okay. I was pretending I like work there. I'm like, yeah, no, me too. That's just a kid. Just a I kid. used to be a manager. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you think you could yeah. date a popping rapper ever again? <laughs> In the midst of them uh, being a popping rapper? Um,. Mm, yeah, I can see myself dating a rapper, but it's just like, you gotta understand these motherfuckers, it's not rappers. Like, you can't say it like that. Like, you got, can you see yourself dating another human being? Yes. Right. You know, like, these motherfuckers is human. It's just, everybody got different situations, for real, for real. Like, mm. everybody got different situations and shit, and everybody go through different things, and everybody handles it differently. But do you think you could date, like, a young Chance the Rapper who was ready to just start a family and just be in love and I mean, shit? I mean, I don't want to start a family, and I don't right, want to Right, you're not ready that. for that. But, yeah. I, I, but I'm, a, I'm a lover. Like, I want to, I like relationship, mm. you know? Like, 
I like commitment. You know, I like consistency. I really like that shit. Like, so if you my nigga, like, come, like, fuck with me. You feel me? If we not public, that's cool too. I'm, I'd rather not be public right now too until I get my shit right because I don't want to go through another episode of that with motherfuckers trying to say it. Like, you know, mm. that ain't the case. Right. Because I've been lit. But it's just like, you know, if you meet the right one, and then it'll happen. If not, you know, I can't see myself being, being like, like no fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I ain't gonna say what I was say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. I needed to know that. Um, the other one I got to ask about. How did this Rico Nasty thing unfold? All right. So. We've seen it on Twitter, but I want to know, was there anything simmering before that? Yeah. So. <clears throat> You know, I always been a fan of Rico on my upcoming stages. You know what I'm saying? I thought she was fly. Right. I never really was tapped in on the music side, but I always seen her on like the fashion side or whatever. Mm. So like, you know, I seen her on covers. I'll see like pictures of her or whatever. And her style was lit, you know? Excuse me. So when I moved to LA, you know, her makeup artist, Scott, feel me? Um, her makeup artist, Scott, me and me and him ended up getting really close. So I guess, you know, that was her man's. Like, that was her man's. And I guess, you know, it kind of made her feel some type of way. Because it would probably make me feel some type of way, too. But Guys don't know that girls get territorial over makeup girls artists. Girls get, yeah. Wouldn't have thought of it, but it Because they was, sense. like, best friends, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they got a lot of love for each other. So it was just on a situation to where it was just, like, but it started getting to a point where, you know, things were said on the back end. And it's just like, I'll be into becoming an op. You feel me? And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not no op type of, like if, if in my eyes, if I'm an op, then bitch, we got beef. Mm. You feel me? So if, if we got beef, then hit me direct. You feel me? Don't, and on top of that, what, what, if I'm an op, you gotta have some type of reason why I'm an op. You feel me? Right. So it was just on some shit. Like, you know, maybe she just felt intimidated that like, you know, she thought I was taking her style and stuff like that. but. You know, me and her got totally two different styles. You feel right. me? Like, and, you know, she even said, like, like I had hit her up and she ain't respond. And then she was like, she ain't like the way I came at her or whatever. Like, I knew her or some shit like that. But we end up, like, talking about it and we hashed it out. And it's, it's, no, it's no bad blood. Like, oh, so you did hash it out after the little Twitter war? Yeah, like we oh, end up okay. speaking. If you notice, the tweets end up getting down, like taken oh, down. Yeah. We end up speaking. We end up hollering at each other, woman to woman, and we just end up, you know, and we apologize to each other, and we just kept it moving. Oh, that's great! I didn't even know that that was squashed. Yeah, no, nah, it ain't no. I don't got no beef with nobody. Right. Like, I'm. I have no beef with nobody. Like, I'm telling you, I'm most loved more than most hated. Promise. Right. Do you think you would ever work with her? Yeah, we could work. I think that'd be great. I would love to we see you guys work. together. I'll work with anybody. You feel me? As long as you like, you know, I, I like a friendly competition. You know, See, I like go, I, yeah. I like that shit. Like, let's get together, you know, like, and let's, and let's bomb that shit. Because when you got two popping ass motherfuckers and ain't nothing, that's what a lot of people do. That's how a lot of money get fucked up around here. Mm. And that's what the problem with these niggas, because they got so much ego and pride and they ego and pride hurt they soul so much. It, it stops a lot of mm -hmm. collaborations that, you know, that could be iconic. Right. As fuck that a lot of these fans would remember for the rest of their lives and their kids and their kids and their kids like when 
when you got two big influences with a big fan base, kind of with the same fan base, you know, of, why wouldn't they want to see that shit come together? And why right. wouldn't we make the ghost numbers, numbers up? We don't got to fucking be friends. You feel me? But if we don't got to be friends, we don't got to even after we do the video, we go your way, go your way. But let's get this money, bitch. I'm about to check. You feel right. me? And, and, and I'm all about looking good, if, especially if you hot, mm. you know? And we're not going to take that away from her. She hot. She's, yeah, she's great. She got her, she hot in her own lane. And we're seeing what happens when, like, you really have women in the rap game coming together and creating fucking moments. So obviously, the WAP video is like... That's like a big thing. Right. That's a big thing. Because that's two huge artists that really did not need to do that. No. But they come together and create something that's way bigger than what it would have been on either of them. And they're helping out a bunch of other up-and-coming girls in uh, the video. Up-and-coming girls, 100%. You know, both of them, you know, iconic. Like, like you said, iconic. Ain't no pride and ego in that situation at all. Mm. You feel me? And on top of that, who knows? Like, and 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 this isn't me. This is just me talking. Like, just saying because this is not true or false or whatever it is. But who knows if anybody of them girls was beefing, right? Like, mm. let's just say any of them was beefing. Right. The video could have brought them together. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, they could have been on some shit. Like, you know what? Let's just win together, bitch. Let's just get fly together. Regardless, like shit like that could really change it uh, and make a difference in so many different ways, bro. When you could just come together on a positive note, it's all about being positive at the end of the day. You mm. feel me? So you know, at, one thing I am, I do want to say, like straight up, I, ain't, I, I, it was petty for me to go ahead and bring it to Twitter. She mm. just ain't answer my DM, mm. so I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got you gonna see this one way or another. You feel me? Like I know you see me, but it was petty. It was childish. You know, I did wish I ain't do it. But it is what it is. You know, I felt how I felt. And that's just who I am at the end of the day. You feel me? But right. like I said, it is what it is. But you feel like you're becoming a little bit more industry now that you uh, are able to look at a conflict and be like, fuck, yeah. I wish I didn't throw that out into 100%, the public arena. A hundred percent. It's times where I'd be like, damn, I wish I could have d- did things differently. Like, I'm not that type of person. Like, sometimes I get in these these little, little rages and I just be like, damn, like. How you gonna let somebody bring you out your character like that? Mm. And in the moment you let somebody bring you out your character, you lost. You feel me? You already lost. So it's like I can't take no L's. So the least I could do is man up and be like, you know what, look. But at the same time, like, be direct and let me know what the fucking problem is. Cause if we got beef, then let me know what's up. Because if it's not too much of a big deal, and if it's something deeper than what it is, and I might need to know so we could go ahead and figure it out. Because at the end of the day, it's either two ways. We can either solve it, squash it out, go both our ways. Or we could we could fight. That's right. it. And that's what anybody in this life. And who, nobody want to go ahead and do that fight and shit. That shit for 16, 15, 14. That's for nobody, actually. Yeah. It's for nobody. It's, it's, not for, for, not it's for, for the pigeons. Yeah. Pigeons only fight over bread. Mm. That's what only, that's the, the, the and fucking, the animals only trade on each other. And they barely do that. In the jungle, they're probably loyal as fuck to each other. Who knows? But, nigga, at the end of the day, we cannot, like, we can't, we cannot, we can't do that shit. I can't do that shit. Mm. She's talented. I'm talented. If you felt some type of way or whatever it is about anything, listen. Redirect your thoughts because it's not what it is. Do you think it's important though for you on a personal level to like support the overall concept of you know women in hip hop because it's something that like up until the past couple of years it was not at a really strong place and now all of a sudden it seems like it's a much much more prosperous time for any girl that wants to make music in the hip hop. I love the hip hop woman community the right. woman in hip hop right now and the music the mu- woman in music period right taking over mm. you know like i said it's too much pride and ego over there when you got woman for some reason it's like we we emotional we have hearts you know and i feel like there's no reason for you to go ahead and 
you're gonna block your blessings worried about somebody else's success and and, mm -hmm. and worried about or you know just talking about them as far as why you ain't or this that and they're like you're blocking own blessings blessings and you'll fuck around and stop your own business because you're too worried about the next bitch mm. all you gotta do is just wish the best for her even if you don't even like the music you don't even gotta never download a bitch song right. you feel me but just support like it ain't nothing it ain't it don't it don't cause to just be like you know what keep going bitch like i and on top of that one thing i fuck with is the the uh confidence mm. like i like i like a bitch with confidence when you got confidence you really own what you do it take away from me like if i because i don't listen to certain type of music you know what i'm saying like if i don't listen to country i don't listen to country it's not that i don't like it that's right. just what it is so it's just certain things like i'll listen to um music from free meals and i'd be like damn i'm this this might not but then i keep hearing it i keep seeing them bop that shit own that shit looks coming crazy i'm like all right now it's becoming a vibe because these bitches is like, bitch, you gonna hear this shit. You gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you hear this shit. Right. And that's like, I love that shit. I love that shit. And now I'm just like, I'm a fan already. Like, I, I, I want to hear more. There's a lot more long-term value, I think, in big building each other up rather than tearing each other down. hundred you know? like percent. The diss, the beef shit will like get some attention for a little while, but ultimately, you know, it's, you're, you're kind of tearing each other down. Whereas like people working together and getting past it and stuff, exactly. there's a lot more to gain from that. There's no point to hold grudges in this shit, man. Everybody, everybody gonna have their time. Everybody gonna go ahead and, you know, ain't no, everybody got their own style, you know? Everybody's different as fuck. And, and everybody inspires each other, period. Are there any, name an up and coming female artist that you're inspired by or that you think that they're dope? This is, I know this is hard for you as an up and coming artist, so you don't want to nah, shout I'm thinking, out anyone. Nah, I'm thinking, nah, I'll shout out whoever. <laughs> but I'm thinking, uh, uh, Flo Millie's hard. Oh, she, I like her album. Flo Millie's yeah. hard. Mulatto's hard. Mm. Um, Mulatto give me like, she, is she not, her and Trina are total different things, but she like a whole, like she talked that shit like mm. in that vibe, you know? And I never really was kind of like, I never really would play something like that. I'm listening to G Herbo, Chief Keef. I listen to Mad Niggas or whatever, but like she, we listen to Mulatto. She talk that shit. Like she right. talk, and she make you feel like you that bitch. Like, okay, you know, like I wanna. I always like to dive in sometimes. I wanna see what the fans is is, is talking about. Right. You know, I wanna see what the hype's about. I wanna see. You know, I wanna I wanna hear it, and I and I always do. I'm tapped in. You feel me? Like I, I'm gonna do my research as much as, as much as pos possible. Right. And um. You know who else? There's a couple other females. Oh, uh, Cash Page, fire! Mm. Like voice is beautiful. Cash Page is crazy. She but she she dropping the album uh, same day. Um, and that's all I can think of right now. Lovely Peaches. Who's Lovely Peaches? You don't know what I'm talking about. Just, you? just ignore me. No, it's just fucking. <laughs> I'm like, is that you? <laughs> no, it's this YouTube, TikTok, whatever girl. She's crazy. You gotta just just Google "lovely peaches" on YouTube. Oh my God, she's not really an artist so much. She's an artist of lovely types. peaches. Yeah. All right, cool. God damn it. Um, okay, so what what else do we need to know about what you got planned for the rest of this year, the rest of your life? Well, I'm about to drop my project now or never. Uh, August 14th, and um, it's shit about to change my life. Right. You're sure of it? Yeah, I'm 100%. I'm sure too. I mean, I feel like if you really have the push behind 
a project and if you really have the right songs and shit, I could definitely see it going crazy. Oh yeah, the right songs is on there. Shout out Doja Cat too, by the way. I feel like she got got left out of this conversation. I like her music personally. Oh yeah, nah. Doja Cat is like, yo, you know what's so funny? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this experience. I don't think she's a no, white supremacist or whatever no. they're trying to call her. <laughs> I don't even get into politics. Like one thing I do know is like right from wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. But me, yo, let me tell you something. The first time I took shrooms, this is the first time I took shrooms. Was right? the Doja Cat? No. Fuck. No. That's how y'all look, move. <laughs> yo, this is the first time I took shrooms ever. So make the story short, I end up leaving the situation and going home. So I go home and now I'm by, I'm by myself in a big ass house, right? Just dolo. I don't. This is my first time taking it. I ain't know. I'm surprised I even got there. I drove. Right. So I'm just like <laughs> high as shit, just in there, like yo, whatever. So I call Scott. I'm like Scott. I'm like I'm off shrooms. Like I, I don't know what to do. Like what, when is it gonna stop? He's like bitch. What the fuck? Why are you while. by yourself? He's like bitch. Put on Doja Cat say so video. He's like put it on right now. I swear to God. I put that video on. That video lasted for 20 minutes on my trip. Wow. It was the best thing ever. I was like, nah, but I, I'll never do that shit again. I'm telling you, I'll never do that shit again. I'm telling you. Shrooms are too much for Yo, you? Yo, bro, shit was crazy. I was tripping out. That video, bro, she looked it. She looked it. She looked so fucking bomb. It's and I'll true, just, man. I'll never forget. Now, I be on the wall and I do that thing where she be like, she be doing this thing in like the glittery dress. She be like, you gonna see it, bro. She be like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, back to you. I, I throw her name in the mix. All of a sudden, you're driving off shrooms. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just, that was just my, like, my first and last time. So, yeah, but no, that's no, a I good just story, never though. forget that, her. Th- that tells us a little bit more than we need to know about how Coyle Ray gets down. Yeah, no, yeah I, bro, I'll never forget her. I'm telling you, that's the life. That's an experience I'm never going to forget. She's going to live with me for the rest of my life. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so but with you with this this project this is going to be it this is going to change everything yeah this is going to change everything this is finally you know i haven't been able to you know like drop music like that so now i'm able to drop music to my full potential you know that everybody could hear like ec1 c2 is baby boy really yeah so this really. is a grown up a this is like grown and sexy real nigga trials and tribulations you know what i'm saying like this shit is fire and on top of that i already got the deluxe Ooh. or it's either gonna be a deluxe or another ep it's either gonna be now another two or now another deluxe but it's already ready drop the deluxe right when you need that number one moment yeah here's 10 more songs yeah i'm gonna put you on my creative director team see i told you you all dust in the weed, you like. I'm built for this. <laughs> yeah. That shit does. By the time this interview, that shit turns to shit. Put some eyebrow hair in there, you know. I already rolled one. I just didn't. I don't want to like inspect this other blunt. I feel like I might need to break down some more weed for the next one. Nah, that's probably right. Yeah. Purple hair. woods. I'm out here just basic as fuck. Oh, you want to smoke? Okay. No, I don't want to smoke that. I don't you don't? Smoke. No, it's like all. It's look at the weeds falling out of what? it. I think it looks pretty good. I respect it. All right, we're smoking it. I need everybody to judge my blunt. Uh, Coyle Ray, it's a good interview. I appreciate it. Thank you. Get I appreciate a little m- you having more me. in depth. I just remember when we did that Rolling yeah. Loud one, I was screaming Nobody, in your face. No. It was so loud. Nobody will understand. Nobody asked me all this shit. I knew I was, I had to get myself prepared for you, but like all, I told them, like, I'm like, yo, relax. Like, one thing about you, Adam, you are a father now, right? Oh, almost, yeah. And on top of that, it seems like, you know what I get from you? What? Right? Just like on the outside looking, I just be watching you and I just be watching all your shit and all that like crazy shit. 
dumb shit you should be doing. I just be like, you know, this nigga really is crazy, but there gotta be a reason why that girl love him so much because <laughs> she's been with that nigga for a long time Four and she years. bro she love you when you're a fucking dick and i'm pretty sure like if she got to deal with you every single day so i'm just like yo there got to be something there that's like all right you know there's <laughs> definitely a soft side adam who's like definitely a, a karen ass and i, I'm and all I soft. just want to let you know you're very very like welcome <laughs> i'll be like driving around like thinking about my kid that's not even out yet and getting all weird and emotional and shit I'm Bro, where Aww. the fuck is this energy coming from? You all got your Jonas Brothers haircut. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When are the braces like coming off? Um, I like the I don't gold know. Ones. I don't know, bro. I have no clue. I haven't been sucking my thumb though. I quit. I got a way to drop a band. I don't got them on now, but when I leave, I got to put them back on. Really? Yeah. But I only had them on for like, what, since February? February, March. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was thinking that Middle I... May, June, July, yeah, August. Yeah, I was thinking when I met you, you didn't have them. It's only five months. Oh, okay. Damn, I didn't know you could have braces and that short of period And my teeth was like... I think they look cool, the gold ones. Now they're cool because my fucking shit is getting straight. Right. I interviewed a rapper the other day, and I, I wanted to ask him about his braces because he, bra he had braces for like five years, and I just want to know... Like, when are those things coming off? Like, you just got those for life? <laughs> yeah, nah. Some people just keep them on for real, for real. I didn't want to ask them. him, though. Shout out yeah. Snapdog. I almost asked you, but... Aw. You know. He's a little intimidating. Hey. You too, but different way. I, mean, I intimidate you a little nah. bit. We're homies. You're like my kid sister. Shout out Trouble Andrew on the ring, too. Gucci Ghost. What's your uh, kid's name? Uh, I can't tell you yet. Top secret. The surprise? Yeah. Does it start, what letter does it start with? Uh, no comment. Q. Is it a Q? No. I can't give it All away. Right, is it the end of the alphabet or the beginning of the alphabet? Closer, or the middle? Closer to the end. Okay, cool. Boom. <laughs> we just lame. narrowed it down. M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V. It's probably Q-R-S-T-U-V. It's probably S. Smoke by blood. Tell me how it is. She hit it better than me. See, my jaw's about to fucking pop out of my damn face. That shit turns out. It was good? See? She's done. Boom. R.I.P. Coilery. No jumper. Like, comment, subscribe. Coolest podcast in the world. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify now, apparently. Nojumper.com. Get yourself a kendama. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Follow me. Follow her also. Shit.